Hey, thanks for joining us today at Divine Church. We're one church with two locations reaching around the world with the help of our online service. We exist to connect the world to Jesus Christ, and you can partner with us by sharing this video or clicking the Give link below. But for now, prepare your heart for some incredible worship and an inspiring message. Come let us worship our King. Come let us bow His feet. He has a great things. Oh, see what our Savior has done. Oh, see how His love comes. He has a great things. He has a great things.
Well, good morning. For those of you that I have not had the chance to meet yet, my name is Gus Bishop, and I get the opportunity and the privilege to be one of the pastors here at the Vine Church. Um, and I'm excited to be here for week two of Losing My Religion. Um, throughout this series, we've been looking at things that can actually make us walk away from our faith or actually lose our religion. Um, and today, we're going to spend some time talking about how hanging around with the wrong people can lead us to do that as well. Um, but before we do that, I just want you to know that, that I am ready to go this morning, okay? So I hope you're ready to go. Hope you're ready to participate because we're going to have some participatory options this morning in service. But before we jump into that, let's pray together. Dad, we just thank you so much for your love, your grace, your mercy, your goodness. We thank you for the way that you love us, the way that you just desire to be in relationship with us. We thank you for the breath of life that you chose to breathe into our lungs. That we never want to take that for granted. May we always seek to use our breath as an opportunity to bring you glory, to bring you fame, to make you known to a world that is dying to be known, loved, and believed in. So, Dad, we love you. We give this morning to you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And all who agree with that prayer said, Amen. Amen. Listen, speaking of hanging out with the wrong people, um, <laughs> When I was in high school, I struggled with my friend group. And what I mean by that is like, not all of us were the best influences on each other. Some of you may know what I'm talking about. Some of you may not. And that's, that's totally okay. But I remember right before I started my junior year of high school, my dad had asked me to go and cut the grass. And see, what had happened was the week prior, I went back to school shopping and I had spent my own money to buy me some brand new tennis shoes to go back to school with, Right. And so here's the deal. For some of you may remember this, some of you may not, but like back in the day when you bought a new pair of tennis shoes, they were, the, the soles of them were real stiff. And so if you did not break them in well, when you walked down the hallway, they, some of you shaking your head, you know what I'm saying? You'd almost give this like clippity clap like a horse walking down the hallway. And so you wanted to break those in. I wanted to break those in because I was starting my upperclassman year. And listen, I wanted to look fresh and sound cool for the ladies. And so I needed to do that. And so when I started, some of you are like, that was a delayed laugh. Like, okay, that's totally fine. Um, but what I, what I need to do is break those shoes in. And so what I decided to do was I'd get up early Saturday morning and cut the grass. And I would wear my brand new shoes and break those in. And so what I did, got up, put on my shoes, grabbed my Walkman. And for some of you who don't know what a Walkman is, it's this <laughs> box that you wear on your, your side of your waist that has a cord that goes to it to the fuzzy orange speakers you wear on your head that played music via CD or a cassette tape, right? And so I have my Walkman on and I, I'm just start cutting the grass and I'm just cutting away, not paying any attention to what's happening or taking place. And some of you may know where I'm going with this, but see, when you get up early in the morning and cut grass in the state of Georgia, there is this wet stuff that's on the grass called dew, right? And so I get done cutting the grass, I look down at my shoes and I had ruined my brand new pair of shoes, there were bright green grass stains all over them. And my dad knew that I was struggling with my friends. And so he used this as an opportunity to kind of give me a life lesson. And he said, Gus, listen, if you're not careful, if you're not careful, you can just walk through life and pick up friends that have the potential to ruin your life just like those grass stains did to your shoes. 
And so I'm here to confess to you this morning, be open and honest with you, and be open and honest with those that will be watching this later online, probably my dad and my mom, what's up? (laughs) But like, dad, you were right. You were absolutely right. Because isn't it true, guys, some of you can speak to this, as you were younger and your parents would try to give you advice on what to do and what not to do, you would say things like, oh, you're just old. You have no idea what you're talking about. Like, listen, things are so much different now than they were back then. But the truth and reality of it is that as we have gotten older, we see that our parents, majority of the time, were right about certain things. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, woohoo, that's me, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, listen, children, that is, listen to what he's saying. That's what's, that's what's up. But The reality in all this is like my dad was right in this moment too. Because listen, if we don't, if we're not careful and we don't pay attention and we're not intentional as we walk through this thing called life, we will pick up friends that can rub off their beliefs, their mindsets on us that have the potential to ruin our lives or cause us harm. And so that's why if you've been around the vine for any length of time, you might've heard us say this before, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. That's right. So today we're going to talk about how our relationships with people can either drive us towards our faith or drive us from our faith. Because the people we choose to hang around will shape our lives. And they can shape our lives in positive ways and they can shape our lives in negative ways, right? Parents, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Whether your kids are two years old or 20 years old, you know the people that they hang around can shape their behavior. And so I remember when I was in elementary school and middle school, I had this friend named Stephen that lived next door. And my parents hated for me to hang out at Stephen's house. And, and because here, Stephen had this incredible knack to get whatever he wanted when he wanted. And that wasn't why my parents didn't like me hanging out with him. It was the way that he went about getting it, right? He would throw the worst, most disrespectful tantrum on the planet. And he would get whatever he wanted when he wanted it immediately. And so I remember one day, I was sitting in my room, and um, my mom came into my room, and she said, baby, and my mom calls me baby. She still does today. She said, baby, she said, I need you to get your clothes together and take them to the laundry room so I can wash them for you, to which I said, I'll get to it in a minute, right? But listen, hey, hold on. Listen, my mom is one of the most grace-giving women on the planet, and so she looked at me, and she, with this grace look, right? It wasn't that full-blown Patrick Augustus Bishop look. It wasn't the full-on name look. And for some of you who just found out my name is Patrick (laughs) Augustus Bishop, if you don't call me Gus, you'll get more than a grace look from me, okay? But she looks at me. She says, okay, get to it in a minute. But she gave the grace look. Is, the grace look says this. If you don't get to it in a minute, boy, I'm gonna. That's what that look says. And so she goes and leaves the room and I get busy doing something. It wasn't intentionally done. I didn't delay. It wasn't intentionally done. But I got busy probably doing something like playing Atari, right? And for, for some of you, Atari is the prehistoric version of your PlayStation or Xbox, right? Great graphics, by the way. Better graphics than anything you've ever played in your life. So go Google it and you'll check it out. It'll be fine. It's fine. But I get busy playing Atari, and what you have to understand is my room is all the way on one side of the house, and the laundry room is all the way on the other side of the house, and I hear my mom yell across the house. She's like, Gus, I told you, please bring me your laundry so that I can get it washed for you. To which I responded, hey, I told you I'd get to it in a minute. Right? And so if you've never met my mom, 
My mom is all five foot zero inches, and she comes just marching her way down the hallway. And she steps into the door, and she says, son, listen, baby was done with it at this point. It was son, a minute was up four hours ago. And guys, it wasn't my best moment, but <laughs> I'd seen Stephen do something with his mom that he got to do exactly what he wanted after the fact. And so here's what happened. I stood up, walked into the hallway, stood face to face with my mom, and with as much bass in my voice as I could produce as a 12-year-old who hadn't gone through puberty yet, I said, listen, I told you I would get to it in a minute. I've been busy. Guys, <laughs> lived in a ranch-style house that was built on an eight-inch concrete slab. And I felt my father get up out of his chair and come beelining down the hallway from the other side of the house. Two things about that story. I never spoke to my mom like that again. And the second thing is, it was the first time I realized that sometimes the people I hang around can be a bad influence on me. But here's the deal. That's not just true for us as kids, right? That's true for all of us in any situation in life. Students, listen. You know the people you hang around can shape the way you talk, the way you dress, the way you act, and most importantly, the way you think, right? And that's why the first week of school is so important because during that first week, you're figuring out where you're going to sit in your classrooms and you're figuring out where you're going to sit at lunch. And typically, the place you sit that first week is the place you're going to sit the whole year. And so if you surround yourself with people that are bad influences, chances are you're going to pick up some new ways of thinking, or you're possibly going to pick up some new vocabulary words that aren't going to make mom and dad very happy with you. But the same is true for college students. Like, listen, your roommates have the potential to shape you in major ways because you're always together. And adults, we're not immune to this. We're not immune to this, right? Our work environment, the people we work with can rub off on us the same way. It can begin to shape us. Pedro was here earlier the first service, and I told him, I was like, this is why I'm trying to step up my beard game and grow a beard like Pedro, and he's actually going to shave his head like me. And Callan has already said and given approval of this, and she will only give him the grace look three to four times a week. So it's totally fine. But the reality in all this is like, if we're not careful, the things that we surround ourselves with, the people that we surround ourselves with will change us, right? So if you're taking notes, you may want to write this down. What's around us will eventually find its way in us. What's around us will eventually find its way in us. And this isn't new news, right? In fact, we can find this truth found in Scripture. So if you have your Bible this morning or your Bible app, you can go ahead and go to Proverbs chapter 13. We'll be looking at verse 20. But if you don't have a Bible or Bible app, don't worry. The words will be on the screen. But I want to encourage you to grab one of our free Bibles out in the lobby or at the cafe because here's what we believe and we know here at the Vine. The Word of God does not return void. The Word of God in combination with a personal relationship with Jesus empowered with the Holy Spirit in us can not only change our lives forever for the better, it has the potential to change the lives of everyone else around us for the better as well. And so as you're turning to Proverbs, I just want to quickly just kind of give you a, a quick uh, description of what a proverb is. A proverb is simply a, it's a piece of wisdom that you can apply to your life. 
right? And, and some of you may be familiar with some of these Proverbs. Uh, Proverbs 16, 18 says, pride goes before destruction. Proverbs 27, 17 explains that iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Guys, one of my favorite Proverbs, Proverbs 26, 11 says, as a dog, listen, as a dog returns to its vomit, right? That was for all my gag reflex people in the room. That was for you. <laughs> but, but listen, as a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. And, and, and another translation says, as a dog returns to his vomit, a fool repeats his sins. And so listen, that's one of, as a student pastor, that was one of my favorite Proverbs to teach on because I have this great sermon illustration I want to share with you guys this morning about vomit. Yeah, <laughs> who said yeah? <laughs> there we go. Somebody's like, yeah, throw up. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. That'd be weird. Um, but here's the truth about something though. Sometimes we can confuse the promises of God with the Proverbs of God, right? Promises are things we can always count on. Like Jesus will be with us to the very end of the age or nothing can separate us from the love of God. These are true. These are things we can stand on because when God makes a promise, he's faithful to keep that promise. Proverbs are a little different than promises. Proverbs are pieces of wisdom that if you live by them, will put you on a path to obtain purpose you are seeking. And I'll say that again. Proverbs are pieces of wisdom that if you live by them will put you on a path to obtain the purpose you are seeking. And so this morning, we're going to look at Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. It says this, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools suffer harm. Listen, guys, this idea of walking with the wise is so much more than like hanging out with some smart people at the mall or at the park, right? Listen, walking with the wise means doing life with people who not only know things, but apply what they know. Walking with the wise means doing life with people who not only know things, but apply what they know. And listen, when we're saying doing life with people, we're talking about people we share everything with. We share our mountains, our valleys, our highs, our lows, the good, the bad, the ugly. These are our go-to people. These are the people we go to and we share our tears of pain and tears of joy. These are the people that we go to and we, we, we look for encouragement or we need advice or just someone to listen to. And listen, listen, listen. Our go-to people are the people that we give permission to to speak into our lives. And as they speak into us, it creates change in us. And so if you're not sure who your go-to people are, I just want to walk you through a real quick exercise. So just where you're at, just close your eyes for a minute. Just close your eyes. Trust me, I'm not going to throw anything. We'll be good. And I want you to answer this question. If you're not, if you or someone in your family needed help for something serious, who would you call right now? And as that person and a person's name comes to your mind, I just, with your eyes closed, just want you to lift your hand high. If you know who your go-to people are, who are the people you would call, just lift your hands high. Come on, everybody's participating. Now, real quick, with your hands still raised high, keep them up. Open up your eyes and look around. Look around. 
Listen, we all have go-to people, right? In Proverbs 13, 20 explains that when our go-to people are wise, we become wise. But when our go-to people are fools, we suffer harm. That means that when you hang out with people who can build you up or replenish you, there's this internal character shift that takes place. You become wise. And becoming wise is so much more than like getting the brain of Albert Einstein. We're not talking about gaining more knowledge or information. Listen, becoming wise means that you have a better understanding of how to apply what you know to get you where you want to go. And this proverb implies that if you choose to spend time with fools, that not only will you not gain wisdom, but you'll actually suffer harm. So how do we know the fools from the wise? It's a great question. I've got the answer for you this morning. Everybody just begin to look around the room. Just begin to look at everybody. Look at each other. Look at each other. Look around the room. Move your heads. Your heads do this when you look at each other, right? All right. Now ask them, are you a fool or are you wise? Don't do that. Don't do that. That's a joke. Don't do that. That'd be really weird. That'd be really weird. <laughs> That'd be bad. Bad news. Some of you are like, oh, okay. Bring back. But there are, listen, there are three types of people who if you hang around with can cause you harm. And we're not going to call them fools this morning. We're going to call them depleters. Because I, called, I, ha, I, I use the terms depleter and replenisher in my life. And so we're going to look at some of those this morning. The first depleter are the energy vampires. The energy vampires. And we're not talking like Twilight or like Dracula untold stories, right? We're talking about the people who can just suck the life right out of you. And some of you are already probably thinking of one or two people that are like that in your life. Here's what, here's what I'm going to ask that you do. I'm going to ask that you look to the screens or to me. Do not look to your left or to your right, because if you start looking at each other, you're both going to think you're an energy vampires, and we don't want that to be the case here this morning. That could just get weird and awkward. But these are the people who, when you're around them for any length of time, you're exhausted. <laughs> these are the people who you need to take a 24-hour nap after spending time with them. These are the people who always want to take the best of you because all they have to give to you is their drama. You know who I'm talking about. Because when they call you on the phone, you let it go to voicemail or you forward it to voicemail, right? Or when they text you, you give them that quick one word answer or you leave them on red. Some of y'all left me on red before too. Don't worry. It's all right. I still love you. But like, these are the people too, when they corner you in person, when they corner you in person, when an energy vampire corners you in person, you know it, just like I know it, deep in your heart and in your soul, you're going, Lord Jesus, please come back right now and take me home. <laughs> they exhaust you. The second type of depleter is the bandwagon friend. <laughs> these are the people who, who are never around when you struggle but they magically appear when you succeed. <laughs> when things are hard, they just seem to vanish, right? The reason they can't be found when you, ha- when you need help is because their objective is not to give to you. Their desire is to take from you. Example, these are the people who never show up when it's time for you to pack and move, right? 
You, you, you call them, you email them, you text them, you Facebook message them, you even DM them on Instagram, and you get no response. But yet they get their feelings hurt when you don't invite them to the first cookout at your new house. Or when you lose your job, they're embarrassed to be around you. But they get their feelings hurt when you didn't invite them over to dinner or go out to celebrate your new job. These friends don't add value to your life. They're using you to add value to theirs. The third type of depleter is the puppeteer. <laughs> These are the people who want to control every aspect of your life. And, and they have the audacity to get mad at you if you make a decision that they didn't approve of. They get their own value from the level of control that they have over your life. And let's be clear, there's only one person that should have control over your life. And it's not your BFF, it's not one of your family members, and it's not your spouse. It's Jesus. And if anyone other than Jesus has control over your life and in your life, you'll surely suffer harm, right? What's crazy about puppeteers is these are the people that want to control you to keep you on their level so that they feel better about themselves. That's why if you start eating better or start working out, they start making jokes or mocking you. Or if you decide to go back to school or you decide to pursue a past dream or pursue a new dream, they're the ones that'll tell you you'll definitely fail. Check this out. Even when you make a decision to be all in and pursue Jesus, sometimes they'll look at you and go, that's pointless. Listen, when the Lord is moving in you and through you in ways that maybe they may or may not understand. Sometimes I look at you and go, there's no way that's God. These people cause more harm than you know because they're keeping you from living the life that you were created to live. That's all the bad news for this morning, okay? All right, so if you're recognizing that maybe you spend the majority of your time with depleters, maybe it's time you start finding some people that can build you up and replenish you. So we're gonna look at three types of replenishers this morning. The first type of replenisher are energizers. Listen, these are the people that are just fun to be around, right? These are the people that you just laugh out loud with, right? These are the ones that like when you're feeling down, they pick you up, they're there for you. Because they change your outlook on certain situations because they're going to be there with you to see you through it. And here's the deal about energizers. They're not just fun to be around when everything's good. They're fun to be around with as they call you out on your junk. Because you have that type of relationship where you just love to be around them. Okay? The second type of replenishers are stretchers. Stretchers are always stretching you to consider new things. They're always trying to push you to achieve your goals. They generally want you to succeed. They generally want you to thrive. I have two or three stretchers, two or three guys that are stretchers in my life. Whew. I love them because they stretch me way outside of my comfort zone with my walk with the Lord. Like, like, they don't help me and push me to dream bigger dreams. They help and push me to dream the biggest dreams. And when I see things that look impossible here on earth, they help remind me that anything in Christ is possible. And so they stretch me to live out my calling in such a way. 
and to live out the gifting in the way I'm gifted to live my calling in such a way. And so if you want to know God's preferred future in your life and you want to chase after that, find you a couple of stretchers to put around you. The third type of replenisher we're talking about this morning is a cheerleader. No, we're not talking about, yay, guys, go, woo-hoo. That's not what we're talking about. And we're not talking about this type of cheerleader either. Although this guy's pretty funny. Yeah, that's one of my favorite SNL skits right there. Oh, there it is. There we go. Yeah, love those. Love those guys. Um, those guys are funny, but I mean the type of friend who, who's, listen, going to stand up for you when you can't stand up for yourself. Yeah, they're going to believe in you when you can't believe for yourself. Listen, they're the type of people that when the Lord is calling you to do something and you don't know if you've got enough faith to do it, they say, here, take some of my faith. I'm here for you. I believe in you. God's called you to this. You can do this. They'll sing your praises to your face and behind your back because they love you like no one else can. Listen, few things can impact a relationship with someone like hearing what they say behind your back. When someone you think is your friend says horrible things about you behind your back, it pierces and crushes your soul. But when someone who calls you your friend says honoring things about you behind your back, it brings peace and joy to your soul. So be careful what you say behind someone's back because those words actually carry more weight. Listen, at the end of the day, we want to look like the wisest man that ever walked planet Earth, and his name was Jesus. The people that we surround ourselves with should make us look more like Jesus. And listen, the people that we surround should look more like Jesus too because of us. Notice this morning that we haven't talked about surrounding your people Surrounding you, surround yourself with people that look just like you, talk just like you, dress just like you, or even vote just like you. Because see, it's not about what happens on the outside. It's about what's going on in the inside. And so when we surround ourselves with people, we are making the agreement that we're going to shape each other from the inside out. That's why this morning I want to encourage you. I do want to encourage you to join a connect group this fall. Because listen, a connect group is a, it's a safe place to be with wise people that will energize you, that will stretch you, that will cheer you on to this thing of becoming and looking more like Jesus. And in order to become more like someone that you want to be like, you need to surround yourself with people that you want to be like. And listen, we know how crazy schedules get, how hectic and crazy they get. That's why we're, we're offering Connect Groups this fall that meet at many different days throughout the week. And we're also offering two online Connect Groups this fall. For those of you that travel or those of you that can't physically get to a group so that you can find connection and community. All you have to do is go to the website, connecttothevine.org, click on the Connect Groups tab, filter through and figure out which connect group you want to be a part of. And remember, guys, listen, remember, Jesus 
is the wisest person that we can ever connect with. And if you're here this morning and you've never connected with him, let me just tell you who he is. He is the son of God who left heaven, came to earth, lived a sinless life, died on a cross for the forgiveness of our sins, for my sins, for your sins, rose the third day later, three day, rode three, rose from the dead three days later so that we can have relationship with the Father. So when we trust in him, when we connect with him, when we believe in him as Lord, Savior, and leader of our lives, we are making connection to the Father. Father, we have come to bow down in worship. Lifting up our we bow down in praise God. Sing all the angels, and all the angels cry.